0: Hello, this is Morgan Snyder, and welcome back to another Ransom Heart Podcast. This is episode two of a three-part series where we are pulling back the veil and inviting you to come join us in some of the final moments of a few recent Become Good Soil Intensives that took place in Colorado and in Australia. In this episode, I invite you to sneak into one of the final sessions. Nearing the close of a recent Become Good Soil intensive in Australia, the sages gathered to offer some fatherly treasures to the younger men. We turned on our iPhone and captured a rough recording so that we could invite you in to be a part of the experience with us. I invite you to sit back and savor these words, pause, breathe deeply. And let these signposts along the ancient path, the narrow road, be nourishment for your soul today.
1: What we're actually going to do is we, we want you to engage. We want you to look and to listen, not only with your ears, with your eyes, with your heart, to what's being shared with you. And we're actually going to collect all of these thoughts and shoot them out to you. The end of the conference with the name on there. So just sit and enjoy and listen to what I
2: share with you. Is that okay? Awesome. Thanks, John. It's uh, been good to be here. Um, as an activist and uh, a person who always wanted to ask more questions than people were willing to give me answers, I think for me, if I was to sum up what I've learned over some of the years, it came to me last year when I was at a sabbatical with Dr. Larry Crabb, and so it's not my phrase, but I think it's something that sums up. If you're trying to work out your search for real life, passionate life, two things. One is live loved. Every other question, every other kind of thing is just irrelevant when it comes down to your soul and your person. My soul, my person is when I finally worked out, am I loved? My, you know, family is is good, but act or bad doesn't really matter. Am I loved by my Creator, and can I, can I actually count on Him to love me for the rest of eternity? First question: So live loved. Don't go living for God for any other purpose or any other reason for being lived loved. Second one is and live to love their wives and kids, depending on you to show them there's a heavenly Father that loves them absolutely. And so there, there, there's a phrase I want to leave with you that, that at the end of the day. Live loved. Sort that question until you don't go hard till you get to that answer that question. The second one is live to actually love. Everything job. else is a distraction.
3: John brings his Bible library bring the iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> don't know what that says. Guys, thanks for having us. It's been wonderful to be down here with you and... I've got a few. I couldn't sort it to one thing, but I put trust God in everything and with everything. Trust God in everything and with everything. Live the moment. Enjoy the moment. Don't live life in the past or the future. Live for the moment. Life goes by so quick. Allow, nurture and enjoy disruptions. Busy people don't like disruptions. When your little kid comes and says, Dad, Dad, oh, get away, son, I'm busy. I'm doing a quote. I'm doing this. Enjoy disruptions. I've found it's often God who wants to talk to you. And I just want to leave you with a a passage of Scripture. It's comes from Romans chapter 12, verse 3, and it's in the Message Bible, and it says, I'm speaking to you out of a deep gratitude for all that God has given me. And especially as I have responsibility in relating to you, living then as every one of you does in pure grace, it's important that you not misinterpret yourselves as people who are bringing this goodness to God. No, God brings it to you. The only accurate way understanding ourselves to understand ourselves. Is by what God is and by what God does for us, not what we do, what what we are, or what we do for Him. I just want to leave you with that, guys. I trust God blesses your one. Bless you. You're wonderful. Bless you.
4: Um, firstly, I just want to really say what an honour it's been to stand with these guys over here, me, with these wise men, and to share with you guys. Um, At this time in my life, it's um, some of you know, most don't, but God has this crazy sense of humour and puts people where they least expect to be, when they least expect it. And um, before I get to my one point, I just want to also reinforce the importance of story. I know it's a, a theme of Wild at Heart, but know your story, embrace your story, and be willing to tell your story. Because that is yours and yours alone. And own it and share it. But my little piece that I, I kept coming back to was just this. Um, in this decade, for you guys, you'll be asked, much will be asked of you and you will give much to many people. But remember, it's also it's very important. Now, you allow yourself to receive. Don't just give, receive. That's all I got.
5: Well, some have brought a Bible, some have brought an iPhone, some bring Post it notes. I bring you questions. And these questions only you can answer. Individual questions. What are you prepared to receive? What are you prepared to surrender? What are you prepared to press into? What are you prepared for God to excavate? What practices? Will you adopt and engage over the next decade to ensure that your walk is one of authenticity and integrity in the identity of being a truly masculine, spirit-led man? Only you can answer those questions.
6: guys, Murray, if you haven't met me already, two simple things, Um, one that was reinforced to me this morning in our knife ceremony, Um, something I've been doing ever since I was born, right through all my informative years, and that is listening. Murray, are you listening? You know, you can hear yourself in school, are you listening? I've heard lots of stuff, but... I didn't listen to a lot of stuff. And it's only in the last, 10-plus years that I've realised that listening is so underrated, so underappreciated. Um, And when I came here, all I had to really do was listen. Um, So it may be one of the most significant things that will impact your life to make it joyful, spirit-filled, is to really listen, is to really listen. Last thing sort of more of my adventurous side is this, it's not a quote, but it's from a, it was a National Geographic commercial. My son and I are watching telly and there's a guy explaining a place and it's dangerous. There's this track and we've got to do this, do that, do that, and it sounds like epic. And he says, it's it's a place you don't want to go to. And the other guy turns and goes, we should go there. (laughs) (laughs) And it's, my son turned to me and we just, we've taken that on board With him, with my daughter, and it's it's and I know I've had it in myself and probably when Dave called me, it was probably that little voice that said, Oh dude, you should go there. Without even then, thanks Dave, hang up and then like okay. But it's that courage for this next ten years. You should go there. Step out of it, step out of here, step into it.
4: Well, guys, Andrew, you have to forgive me, I'm a bit nervous. I probably don't speak to this many people in one week, let alone in one sitting. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I just got a scripture and it's, and all who have been united with Christ in baptism have put on Christ like putting on new clothes. And the thing that's been running around in my head all weekend is you guys were born to thrive. Um, so yeah, that's all I got. Thanks for that.
7: It's not the critic who counts. Not the man who points out how the strong man stumbled or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs and who comes short again and again, who knows the great enthusiasms, the great devotions, and spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows the triumphs of high achievement, And if he fails, at the least fails while daring greatly. Be the man in the arena, not the critic standing on the outside. Engage life fully and passionately. Don't settle for anything less than what God has for you. His plan is perfect. Yours is not. And remember this. The knight with the shiniest armor... Has done the least amount of shit.
8: <laughs>
9: uh, I am the youngest leader. And the first time I walked down from upstairs, I looked at you guys and I thought. What do I have to offer these guys? Because I'm just a little bit older, and I actually went back upstairs almost in tears, and I thought, God, you have to father me here because I'm struggling. I want to pack up and go. So you don't know that about me, but and when I when I wanted to write this, so let's get back. God has been fathering me as He's been fathering you, okay? And I wanted to write something profound, something impactful, and I rip up a few bits of paper and go, Come on, God, help me out here. And this is what I've got. As a three-legged horse is useless to its owner, so your false self is useless to God. It must die. Just as abundant life comes only after death, embrace the death of your false self. Trust the Father heart of God to call you into the fullness of life. Because you are so much greater, so bigger, and have so much more to offer than you ever dared to believe.
8: I was reading in my scripture this
6: morning in Galatians, and it said, For there is neither slave, nor free, nor Jew, nor Greek, nor male, nor female, nor Aussie, nor Yank. Really, it was there. <laughs> We're all one in Christ Jesus. It's from First John. We ourselves have known and put our trust in God's love toward ourselves. Craving clarity, we attempt to eliminate the risk of trusting Father. Fear of the unknown path stretching ahead of us destroys our childlike trust in Father's act of goodness and unrestricted love. Don't let the need for clarity in your life destroy the need for trust.
2: It's been great
10: uh, to hear your stories, and uh, not just in the groups, but just around coffee or a beer at night and uh, so often even when we come into this room um, the temptation was to actually make another another list of pearlers um, I've seen a lot of you reaching for your, for your pad that's me I've always laughed that checklist that set of goals but there's just so much more um, God can achieve so much for your life in a short time like this just imagine Imagine for just a moment how much more you can achieve if you give your whole heart for eternity. So just go and do it.
11: I've caught a passion for uh, wood. Woodworker, I do wood turning, and uh, I'll take pieces of wood, and I'm fascinated by the fact that on the outside. It looks so ordinary, and in fact, the greatest timber to use are the, the burls, the lumps on the side of trees, which are actually <laughs> The Branches have been ripped off, and this distorted, convoluted grain grows. And whenever I turn a wooden bowl, I uh, write a, a verse on the bottom of it. And, uh, that verse is uh, uh, here in Ephesians two ten. For we are God's masterpiece. He's created us and you in Christ Jesus so that we can do the good things he's planned for us long ago. And he really does want to make something beautiful and something useful out of your life. So cooperate with Jesus to become that masterpiece. Give him all your passions for his purposes and trusting Jesus, no regrets. So go go go! You're not alone. <laughs>
12: <laughs> G'day, I'm Kelvin. For those I haven't had the chance to um, to talk to over the weekend, watching that movie last night, Bobby the False Self, um, reminded me of a of a phrase that I once heard: "Ruin is a gift." Ruin is the road to transformation and we have that opportunity. Andrew, if you have got that, uh, that image? I'm a graphic designer, so I talk in pictures. That uh, is, a, is, a, is a symbolic or a visual metaphor. Um, that art form is called Kintsugi Japanese Gold Restoration. So picture a broken vessel. Could be a cup, could be a bowl, could be a vase. Using gold, the Japanese get that broken vessel that could be discarded and they rebuild it, and it becomes more beautiful and more valuable than the original piece. And that's what the spirit does in all of this.
8: <laughs> oh, I feel wealthy today it's just to be invited. what a privilege to be standing among men halfway around the world that are changing the world. <coughs> Who gets to buy that right Feel rich. So I just have one thing and I, you know what I what's working in my life at the moment is just to be kind to my own heart and I encourage you guys that the same way. you know this is kind of a weekend it just pulls up a lot of things. It rips off scars, pulls off fig leaves. Um, there's a mountain of information given right? And so you can look at your own life. There's false comparison jumps in. And uh, it's easy to just say, man, it's just not where I want to be. But that's not the heart that God's given you. man. And uh, be kind to that heart. Those areas in your life that you don't like, that you, you hide from, that you hate, those are the exact areas that God's opened the door to be able to walk with you. He can't walk in your own personal strength. He can walk in your weakness. And so this is not a life of a rival. It's a, it's a life of ever-increasingness. And so I have a, a verse from Second Corinthians. And we all who with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory are being transformed into His image with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. Hi,
13: right. yeah. guys.
10: Um, I have... Uh, had the privilege over the years to have called a man named Gordon Dolby as a personal mentor. And um, some things that Gordon have fed into me that stayed with me is a couple of statements I want to feed off in the minute I have. first one he says is, wherever shame and fear resides, addictions abound. And he goes on with another statement to say that the wounds we fail to deal with, based in shame and fear, we will consign to the next generation and I love it in Morgan's teaching where he identified two key areas where shame and fear attack us. Do you remember he put up a slide with identity? A core question, who am I? Do you remember that? Right beside it had another word validation with a core question, you know, do I have what it takes? What attacks each of those is shame and fear. And so in the wisdom coming with that, the thing I find that most undermines our sonship and our beloved son, our status, is fear and shame. So I was asking, Father, well, what's the antidote to that? We know what comes against us. What's the antidote? I felt Him whispered to me that the only true antidote to shame and to fear is developing a deep and intimate relationship with Abba Father, which was echoing what John said right up at the beginning. Live, love. A deep and intimate relationship with Abba Father. And even more, when he reminded us of the song we sang this morning, there's no place I'd rather be than here in your life. So to become good soil, gents, I would recommend take up that antidote to develop that deep and intimate relationship with Abba Father. And let's let's not wound the next generation or pass on our shame and fear, but let's allow our journey as beloved sons, which is the foundation of the entire masculine journey, let's let our ceiling become our sons and daughters' floor. Bless you, guys.
13: I look out here and I see see men, I see brothers, I see sons. A wise um, sage, when I was in my 30s, left me with something that has stayed with me through my 60s. He said, what you sow in this decade, you reap in the next. What you sow in this decade, you reap in the next. We get to choose the men we're going to be. We get to choose. It's not up to someone else. It's up to us. And I choose to love myself, to love my God, and to love others. That's a choice. So well. David said that um, we're all experts. Does anyone know what an expert is? A drip under pressure. So rather than be a drip under pressure uh, and sort of give you my wisdom, I want to give you some scriptures. And uh, the three thoughts that these scriptures relate to is: live out of your heart, love out of your heart, and pray out of your heart. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, bless these men, fill them with the Spirit spirit of love, power and sound mind. Give him strength to follow you, to live for you, I pray in Jesus' name. Guard your heart, the scripture says in Proverbs, with all diligence for out of your heart for the issues of life. It says in Psalm 37, it's a beautiful psalm, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires. And it says in here in the Amplified Version, I'm a musician so I've got to have one. Uh, it says, He will give you the secret petitions of your heart. Who knows? We've all got secret petitions. Anybody out there? And the last scripture for you today is uh, found in Psalm 119. Teach me your way, O Lord, that I might walk in your ways. Direct my heart to fear and honour your name.
1: This has been your time. A special gift of time. A timely message at the right time, time is precious, time moves fast, is diminishing, I so wish I had your time, time to find the Father's agenda about your time, time for change, quality time, time for sonship, savour time. Time to dig, take time, time to live, live life to the full.
0: I hope you enjoyed this as we pulled back the veil just a bit on our most recent Australia Become Good Soil Intensive. If you're interested in going more deeply into the message and mission of the Become Good Soil Intensive, There are several ways to do so. The first is to check out becomegoodsoil.com and dive into the many blogs, podcasts, and other resources. There you'll find a link to the Become Good Soil collection, which is a full set of audio and video sessions from an earlier intensive. You can purchase that directly or receive it for free as a Ransom Heart tribe member. We also are really excited to let you know we are now accepting applications to attend two upcoming Become Good Soil intensives in May of 2017. One will be in Colorado and the other will be in Australia. The application is quite an extensive process. The deadline for submissions for our Colorado intensive is November 15th of 2016. To find out more about the Colorado and Australia intensive events and the application process, go to becomegoodsoil.com. We look forward to being with you next week for the third episode of this three-part series.